but a fear of success is so much deeper than a fear of failure. It is a lot more ingrained in your soul and who you are and having a disruption in the alignment of who you are, what you desire, and your connection to the power that allows you to manifest it. Peace. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome family to Tea Time Podcast by Atiyah J. This is your self-help, spiritual podcast, uplifting topics we all love to avoid, but we definitely need to conquer. Tea Time is your moment to pause, listen, and absorb what is soothing to you. I'm Atiyah J, aka Tia, a certified holistic life coach, and this idea was sparked by my passion to help others discover their latent potential, purpose, and significance, especially if you are one who feels overlooked, alone, or forgotten. You are not alone. You are not forgotten. I see you, and I feel you. Welcome to Tea Time Podcast. Enjoy the tea. Assalamu alaikum. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Podcast. It's your girl, Atia J, aka Tia, aka TT. I am here to bring light, to bring love, and to bring some positivity to your ears. This is the podcast for people who may not have a voice, but they want to think about and get into trusting their own voice, speaking up and being themselves more outwardly and openly, despite being an introvert, despite being or identifying with the adjective shy and all of these things. So welcome to Tea Time Podcast, where we talk about things that we don't get to often talk about, but we definitely should conquer. And in this season of the podcast, you may already know we are conquering fear, y'all. We are getting fear, talking about it, discussing it, and discussing ways that we can conquer it or begin conquering it, or we have already conquered it because it's time that we lean more on truth. We lean more on positivity. We lean more on love and we get rid of things like fear, anxiety, shame, all of that. We don't need that in our lives. We don't deserve it. And guess what? It's preventing us from being who we should be in our lives. We can't accept our own and be ourselves if we're living in this state of fear. So let's conquer it. Let's get on top of it. And I'm speaking to myself, okay? (laughs) This topic wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the self-work I am doing and the self-improvement I'm striving to do constantly every day. Now, I have been in a rites of passage program for the past how many weeks now six weeks and it is changing transforming my life like it is a course a program for women to learn about i'm learning some femininity intelligence about the divine feminine i'm learning about the power as a woman that i have and in my feminine energy to be able to tap into it instead of the masculine energy that us as women are taught and everyone in the world we are taught to only tap into masculine energy because we live in a masculine uh 
patriar- patriarchal world. And that stuff, you know, the po- politics of patriarchy and all of that, I don't get into. I hate that. I don't like it. Men have a level of power that they deserve and that they rightfully have when they are following the right God, right? When they are in tune with their leadership and their purpose, then that patriarchy, you know, that doesn't bother me because a man is in leadership that does not bother me because I know that women give him power. But I do also understand that that is because of the teachings I have been fortunate enough and I'm grateful for being raised in. I was raised in the nation of Islam, so I have a different understanding of femininity and sisterhood and womanhood and motherhood. I have a different understanding than other people who perhaps weren't raised in the nation of Islam or who did not have a teaching that taught them the power of being a woman and the power of femininity. Um, and with that, I have my own issues with femininity as well. You, you can kind of look at me and tell that I was a tomboy growing up. So honestly, femininity was something that I looked at as weak. And that's probably because of the structures of spiritual powers that are running this society that we live in. It's very masculine. So me trying to be powerful in this world, I'm leaning on my masculine side. I'm leaning on the uh, external exhibition of power rather than the internal, the settled, the peaceful exhibition of power that femininity brings you know and there is a balance of the two that individually needs to happen and that in the world is happening which is why there's so much disrupt so in this rites of passage course i'm learning all of this stuff um and it's beautiful it's bringing up things within myself and within my experience that i never thought i would have the strength to tap into or to heal or to look at it is teaching me that as a woman or in my femininity, I have multiple stages of life that I have been through. But even at my age now, at 29, I have the power to go back, remember, to tap into and heal the little girl in me who was abandoned by her father at three years old. I can go back to the teenager in me who felt like she was alone in the world and she had no one to speak to. I can tap into the earlier 20s of me who thought she was going to conquer the world because she had the power and that's what she could do. And tapping in, and I could also go forward and tap in the warrior woman, 70 year old that I'm not yet, and tap into who she may be, who she would be because of who I am right now, and use that to inform and to approach the challenges and the struggles that I might have in life right now. So, this course is amazing uh all about the divine feminine and how to tap into her how to explore and utilize for our power as the feminine embodiment of who god is uh so yeah it's amazing so all of that to say that experience is informing the topic of this podcast today which i would like to focus on conquering the fear of success now we hear a lot about the fear of failure but i think that if we flip the script and i do like to always kind of go on the positive of things as well that fear of failure is not necessarily a fear of failure i used to identify with having a fear of failure and i was sitting 
at the beach the other day and I had gone through a certain healing process and it made me think about the fact that, wow, I, as a person, have truly been limiting myself. And I will give you the story, right? I, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but if you haven't heard, I'll repeat it. I, when I had quit teaching after college, I did one year of teaching high school in Baltimore City. Shout out to my students who are not babies anymore, who are grown women and men. And uh, shout out to you all. But my students, I, I was teaching high school in Baltimore City at Baltimore City College High School. And I quit because I don't like the school system and I do not like the, hmm, how can I describe this? It's not the personalities within the faculty, but it is the structure of the faculty that's kind of like a hierarchy that if you're new, if you're fresh, if you have different ideas, that's going to be beat out of you because of the environment that is taught uh, in society. It's not just within that school, but within society that you have, there are gatekeepers, right? There are gatekeepers and you have to pass certain tests in order to be successful in certain realms. That wasn't me. Um, as well as the fact that teaching was all about testing and numbers rather than actually teaching to and, and educing out of the students what is innately lying within them. That's what I wanna do with teaching and with education. That's what I do with this podcast. So all of that to say, I knew that when I started teaching, I was going to quit. So after I quit teaching, I really didn't have a plan for after that. And mind you, teaching was the first time I was making a salary. So in my head, I'm rich. I got this. I had saved up a little bit of money. I didn't know anything about a 401k or anything at this point. Uh, after quitting, I got this pension check that I didn't even know I had, and I spent it. <laughs> but I was financially illiterate. I was financially ignorant to what a salary could bring me to what having that career of a teacher for a year could have brought me if I managed my money correctly. And I was just in the, in the middle of the ocean with no lifeboat, essentially. I had no idea what was going on. So that led to me not having a job after I was teaching, but I thought that I could get through a year of no job with the money I had saved up about $10,000 or something. LOL, I was paying rent uh, and I had roommates, so it wasn't like a full rent that I would take on right now, but I was paying rent and I was paying bills with the rent and I was paying my cell phone bill and I was paying car insurance, not that many bills. And I did not know how to manage and budget in order to maintain myself with that $10,000, which I could have done, but I, I just spent it. I spent it. I was buying out um, to eat instead of cooking. I was doing all of these different things. I wasn't planning to create an income in this year as well. I started my photography business, so I did start, but that was when I saw that money was getting low. Uh, so there are different pitfalls I had like and I, I was really stressed out at the time I would call my mom hey can you give me some money call my grandmother could you give me some money I did not like that at all I do not like asking for money I don't know if it's pride or if if it's just the God within me saying you can create the means to get what you need for sustenance stop asking for a handout 
I believe for me, and this is for no one who asks for, this is not against anyone who asks for money, but for me, whenever I think to ask someone else for money, there's something within me that tells me stop and use your gifts, use your skills to create the sustenance. And that is a thought we'll get to later that I'm afraid of, right? So essentially, when I was about 22, and no job. I was volunteering at a Boys and Girls Club to help students out after school. I started my photography business to make some money. And eventually I got a job so that I can be more consistent in making money. And I got a job that challenged an area that I had never tapped into in my life at that moment. But what I want to focus on is the fact that I ran on my credit card bills because I had to pay for rent somehow and I didn't have the income to be able to do that. I ran on my credit card bills. I, hmm, what else did I do? I didn't default on anything. I was paying stuff off, but I ran on my credit card bills and then of course I couldn't pay my credit cards because I had no income to catch up to what I had already spent. So, I was in a financial position that I had never been in. And I had the courage to speak about it with other people, let them know, like, you know, yeah, it's rough out here. I don't know what I'm doing, all of that. And I remember speaking to my cousin, shout out to my cousin Matthew. And he told me about how at the time he would put his money into different bank accounts. So when he got a check, he's gonna split it up automatically. Here's a bank account that he used for frugal activities just to have fun. Here's a bank account that he uses for bills. And here's a bank account that he may use for travel for savings. And then, of course, he also had his savings. So I was like, yo, this is the information I needed. So I began to split my money up in that way. And things were looking better. I was able, that was my way at the time of budgeting. Because budget, ew, that's a nasty word to me even right now. And I do need it, but I I just, I don't like, I feel like budgets limit me and I need to get over that, whatever that is. That's another conversation. But for me, that splitting up of your monies into different bank accounts was a way for me to control my spending because I knew that this account was not for bills. This account was not for me to touch when I wanted to order pizza. And that helped a lot in managing my money. And eventually, you all know the, the story, became a flight attendant, uh, made more money in that. Still wasn't that much money when I think back on it and reflect. But I made more money being a flight attendant. I continued to speak to people and learn about finances. I learned how to build up my 401k using a lot of money from the company to help increase the money that would be in the 401k and saving. And I started to become financially proficient in a way right so fast forward to right now I am in the position where for the first time in my life I am not supporting myself and as I said before I do not like asking people for help but right now I am a stay-at-home mom I just started my life coaching business and am trying to navigate this business side of life because I do, do not like marketing i am skilled at it though but i don't do it i do not like sales 
I am not very skilled at sales, I have to say, but that's something I have to grow in because I'm running a business and I am self-employed now. And being self-employed, I now have to tap into things that are uncomfortable for me, that I don't know how to do, that I don't want to do. I have to buckle down and do it because this is the startup of my business and you know that large percentage of businesses fail because I'm, well, in my reflection, people do not and are afraid to tap into what they do not yet know because of the the new things that come with business building. You know, while we have the talent, I have the talent and the skill for life coaching. I don't necessarily have the built up talent and skill to attract clients, not attract clients, but to put out the information, put out the advertisements and do the work necessary in order for clients to see and be attracted to me so that I may secure a client. And that's where the fear of success comes into, right? So as I'm reflecting, like I said, I'm not making money right now to support myself. My husband, shout out to him. He's awesome and he supports our family with his electrical business, which as you can see, my electrician is black. That's the web industries llc you can look up web electric underscore new jersey nj web electric underscore nj on instagram and check out my husband if you're in new jersey even if you're somewhere else he can fly out he can drive out and take care of your electrical needs he is an absolutely skilled proficient electrician and he's great he's going to give you quality work he's not just going to throw something together and make you pay for it and say i did the job no Matt Webb with Webb Electric NJ, he makes sure that the job is done neatly. He makes sure the job is done proficiently. He has gone to jobs where he was supposed to fix an outlet and ended up rewiring an entire side of the house because he wanted to make sure that the person, the, the client that he is serving actually gets service and also the fact that their house would be safe because electricity can cause fires when it's not taken care of correctly so anyway that's a plug see i'm working on my sales pitches my marketing i can do this but moving forward my husband he takes care of me and it's a very uncomfortable situation for myself because i have never just besides my mother of course been fully supported in being in my adult realm so all of that to say, in my realizations that I have a fear of success, I do believe that my husband will take care of me, but I have a desire that not only will I be a stay-at-home mom and homeschool teacher for my children, but I will do that while maintaining a successful business practice, whether that and that business right now is life coaching. And I also have the skill and talent, like I said, of being a freelance photographer. And that's another business that I do want to build and in art. So I have a belief that I can actually do all of these things at once. And I want to do that. But there's been something that's been blocking me from taking the action to actually do it. Like I have not dropped a podcast episode in a long time because something has been blocking me from setting up this camera 
speaking into this mic and doing what I know I'm proficient at and what I love to do. And I came to terms the other day with the fact that I have a very unhealthy fear of success. A fear of success in my reflection is not a fear of failure because a fear of failure means that I believe, and I, I have had fears of failure. I believe that if I go and do this thing, I'm not going to be good at it and it's, it might be mocked or it, it might go, not go well. I might not have a good experience with it. I have a fear of failure of doing something that I am not sure that I'm good at or not, right? So if I go, let's say the first time I went to Top Golf, I didn't really have this fear, but if I were afraid of going to Top Golf, I have never golfed before and I don't necessarily like golfing. Perhaps if I was so caught up in my fear of failure, I would not have even went to the tee because I would have been afraid that my swing would not would have been something to laugh at, would not have been skillful. And I I've never done golf, so that's a that's a, you know, reasonable fear, I guess, to have. Um, that's not something that stopped me because that was an enjoyable outing with friends the first time I went. So I went up there and I swung that golf. I went to the tee, swung that golf club and had a horrible swing. But hey, it was fun because I'm enjoying it with friends. However, a fear. So that's a fear of failure. Not knowing that you can do something and being afraid of trying it because you might fail at it. Am I? But a fear of success is so much deeper than a fear of failure. It is a lot more ingrained in your soul and who you are and having a disruption in the alignment of who you are, what you desire, and your connection to the power that allows you right? So a fear of success to me is the fear to do something that you know you are called to do. A fear of actually acting in your purpose, a fear of actually using your voice and using your truth to be of benefit to others, the fear of actually using your talent of photography, of videography, of speaking, of singing in order to bring light and love into the world, right? Or whatever it is you're trying to manifest in the world. But when you have that fear of doing what it is you know you are proficient and skilled and gifted at doing, that is a fear of success. And I have been seriously struggling with for years a fear of success. And I thought it was this thing where I just needed to be like the way I was when I was in college. I just needed to be more outgoing and then I'll be as successful at it. But I realized it, that's not what it was. It's not because I'm shy or I'm going back into my little shell. That's not what it is. When I went to college, I truly believed that I could do and be whoever I wanted. When I went to college, I knew that I had the power, and especially now that I wasn't at home, I didn't have like the limitations that I, I thought I had at home. I could be and do exactly what I wanted. And that's what I did throughout my four years in college. I sang, I danced, I was an orientation leader. I had friends, I, I, I had friends, not just had friends, but I had friends in all different walks of life in different backgrounds, in different uh, talents, in different uh, parts of the college campus. I knew everyone in different parts of campus, in different social clubs, in different 
uh, organizations and different, some of the professionals I was friends with, right? Not just the students. I, in college, also got involved, right, in uncomfortable situations. I used to hang out with the Filipino club. I used to hang out with the Dominican club. I had a position in the Dominican club at college. I used to hang out with Black Lives Matter, and I protested and shut down a highway. Like, there are all of these different things that I used to do just because I wanted to. I wanted to try it. I wanted to dip my toe in all of the things that I could, and I knew that I could do it. I did not have a fear of failure in that time, nor did I have a fear of success, because I knew that I would be successful in doing the things that I put my mind to, and then not only my thoughts to, but then put my footwork to, and actually went and did. I knew I would be successful at it, but then I got out of college, right? And then I got into the world and society. Society told me that you have to have this qualification in order to be successful in finances. Society told me that you had to have this qualification in order to move up in the field of education, which you were already accepted into. Society told me that you had to be accepted into the realm of education, even though you knew that innately your purpose is surrounded is involved in education and will evolve education and will create new educational paradigms. But that's another story. But I got into society and the workforce and outside of the nice bubble of college that lets you be free, right? And my spirit was being misaligned with every mistake I was making because I took it as I made this mistake so that means something about me. I'm not actually good at what I thought I was good at. I remember, and it still sticks with me to this day, I was building my photography business in Baltimore City, and I did a photo shoot for someone's prom, a friend's cousin's prom. And I did the photo shoot. I took the pictures. I sat for hours editing them, fixing them up for them. And I sent out the pictures to this person. This is one of my first like paid clients ever. And this person responded saying that they hated the pictures. Like they didn't, I, they weren't rude or anything, but it just hurt my soul because I thought I did such a wonderful job. And I believed I did that wonderful job because I put in the work to be able to do it. And this person responded saying that they did not like my work. And I took that on as the person said that they did not like me. And the person said that I was not enough. And the person said that what you thought you were good at, you're not actually good at. And from that moment on, perhaps, that was the moment where I started to take on when somebody had some, a criticism of something I did as a criticism of me or society did not vibe with what I want to be or vibe with who I am or the work I want to do, that was telling me that I could not and should not and would never be able to do it. And I started taking that on so I would limit and stop myself, right? When I wanted to speak up, I would stop myself. When I wanted to do something, I would stop myself. When I wanted to be a life coach, I couldn't just do it. No, I gotta get a certification first. No, I have to do this, and that's going to enable me to do it. But look at me now. I'm still not fully promoting myself as a life coach because the issue isn't the certification that I do have, and I did put in work and the time to be able to do it. But 
I didn't think back to the fact that I didn't start life coaching because of a certification, but I started life coaching because when I heard about the field and the career, it connected directly to what I believe my purpose is. And doing the life coaching work is not just about building a business, but doing that life coaching work, I have to remind myself, is me fulfilling my purpose for being in this life. The reason why I'm here in this life is directly connected to life coaching. Pulling forward and bringing out of others what is innately within them so that they can be positive and that they can fulfill their purpose in this world. Because I have done the work to explore and to figure out what my purpose is. And now I every day do the work to figure out how to live and fulfill my purpose so that I can be a proficient and positive person in this world to bring this world to another level, right? To help God to usher in his world, right? Instead of this society which tries to beat you down and tell you, you can't do it, you're not worth it, you're not worthy of it. That compliment you got, throw it away because that's not really for you. That's just a facade that people see. That's not really you. You're not good enough. You're not worthy. You can't do this. Mm-mm. None of that. We're not doing that anymore. In conquering the fear of success, we have to know that I am the truth. I am divinity. I am able. I am worthy of being exactly where I am. I am grateful. I am successful. I am my purpose. I am power, right? I am the qualification I need to do what it is I'm put here to do on this earth. You don't need anybody else's validation, whether they're in a federal organization or not. You don't need anybody else's validation to do what you know you are put here to do. You don't need anyone else's validation to confirm that you have the gift that you know you have. All you need to do is actually do something with that gift. And I'm talking to myself because this is the fight that I've been having with myself ever since I got, I quit teaching and got exposed more and more to the world. Ever since I left college, right? Things used to work out, walk, work out for me easily. It was as if I would walk. I didn't know if there was ground in front of me, but I was walking no matter what, looking high. I wasn't looking down at my feet. I would walk with my head held high because I knew that my creator had me. I knew that if I thought it, then it was going to happen because Allah is in me and I am just manifesting what it is that he wants me to do. That's how I used to walk. Now I'm in this position where I'm walking low, I'm looking down, my back hurts, my feet hurts, and that is all I can think about. And I'm not gonna take a step unless I see the ground in front of me. Now, there might be a balance in between that, right? A more solid, physical, masculine recognition of your power, but also the high feminine spiritual recognition of your power. And what would it be to marry the two? In my head now, I have an image of yin and yang. And that's an image that the first time I saw it when I was a little girl, I was always very attracted to it. But you can think of it as the masculine and the feminine powers married and being right one, like being in balance and being aligned with each other. So perhaps these lessons in my life, as I'm conquering this fear of success, this these lessons in my life will help me to not be airheaded 
when I go about things, but to use that knowledge of manifestation and to use my feminine divine power with my feminine masculine power in order to be more uh, grounded in the way that I go about manifesting the things uh, that God has instilled within me. There, yeah, dang, that was a lesson. <laughs> so in that, I, I started with my financial downfall. I, for some reason, believe that I'm in that same situation because I'm not making income right now for myself and I'm not able, not not able, let me throw that out, but I'm not supporting myself right now. I somehow went into the box that I cannot support myself. I don't have the time to support myself. I don't have the space to support myself. I have my children and that should be my focus. I should stay in the house and clean and all of this. When my husband worked hard to get me a van, <laughs> I have a whole van I could travel the country with if I wanted to. And I've been giving myself these thoughts that I should just stay at home and clean. And, you know, I can only hang out with my family and I can't do things because I have two children now. These are the thoughts that society put in me that I have been limiting myself with. And I'm not doing that anymore. We're not doing this anymore. There are no limits. There are no limits. Because I also have the thought that me and my family, we're gonna live freely. We're gonna live to where if I wanna go to California tomorrow, I can do it. If I want to pick up and go in my van and just head somewhere, I can do that right now. I can, I can do that. But I'm, limit, I'm allowing the limits that society teaches me to be my reality. But we are going to flip that. I'm not going to do that. That's not going to be my reality. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to fear manifesting the dreams that I have anymore, right? I am not going to fear abundance. I'm not going to fear success. That's not happening. So in reflection to when I was financially down before and learning that lesson... I put in work when I was 20, 22, 23, and I was trying to pay off all, the, all of these credit card bills and trying to figure out what jobs would be able to help me to pay off those credit card bills and everything and trying to figure out what investing is, trying to figure out how I can invest, what Robinhood is, what all of these things are. This was before I knew Earn Your Leisure as well. So it wasn't easy for me to do it. I was doing the work in order to build myself, to build the knowledge necessary in order to be better financially, because that just was a place that I had not learned yet. And I was learning the hard way, but I was learning. So right now I'm putting myself back in that position as if I don't have the knowledge that I had, I had built up in the past. I do have the knowledge, so I'm not in that position again. You can never be in the same position that you were in before because when, uh, excuse me, not never, but if you learn a lesson, you can never be in that position again that taught you the lesson if you actually learn the lesson. But a lot of times we don't recognize and give ourselves credit for learning the lesson. I learned the lesson back when I was 22 and 23 and 24 and 25 and 26 and 27 and I built up a 401k that was mad dope, right? I learned a lesson to be able to do that. So I have to give myself credit 
and love on myself and be gracious with myself to recognize that I learned that lesson so I don't need to approach a difficult financial situation or I don't need to approach a difficult time management situation the same way that I did when I didn't have knowledge because I have the knowledge. So it's time for a transformation. When you see things repeating in your life, it's time for a transformation. And there is work necessary for yourself in order to make that transformation, right? There is that work necessary, but don't start at square one. If you were already there and you made it to square three, you know what I mean? Start at square three and learn the new lessons for your new transformation or else we'll be in this cyclical trap, right? Or else we'll be like a mouse on a mouse trap, going nowhere. Nah, we're not doing that. We're not gonna be the mouse in the maze confusing ourselves. Nah, we're not doing that. We are free range mice that are out in the world and we're gonna learn our lessons and continue to the next one. We're not gonna tell ourselves that we don't know anything or we're not worthy or we deserve all the negativity in our life. Nah, when we think positively, when we think positively, when we think about how powerful we are and know that we are powerful, when we tap into the power that's greater than all of us, our source of life, the thing that, the person and the man and the power that makes it rain, that makes it snow, that makes it hail, that makes it lightning and thunder, that created the mountains that keep, that help to keep the earth in balance so that we're not wobbling everywhere and we don't feel the earth spinning. When we tap into that power, right, that is within us, the creator, the God, Allah, that did that and that is doing that, when we tap into that power, then there is no challenge, there is nothing that faces us that can bring us down. That's just, that's just facts. <laughs> so there is... When we are faced with a fear of success, a fear of doing the things that we know we should do, a fear of doing the talents and the skill and the gifts that we know we have, we have to tap into God. We have to pause. We have to stop. We have to meditate. We have to journal. We have to get outside in nature, right? We have to realign ourselves so that we can be ourselves. We can accept our own and be ourselves. That's that that uh, quote from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. It was powerful to me forever, but it's becoming more and more powerful. I thought accept your own and be yourself was something that I understood. I thought because I had the knowledge that Allah came in the person of Master Far Muhammad that I know accept your own and be yourself, but I'm beginning to understand it on a deeper level that who we are, right? Who I am should begin to reflect the creator because I have the same power as the creator when I actually accept my own and I am myself. Take that as you need to take it. But I am now coming into the understanding that I have had an unhealthy fear of success. And in order for me to get to the next level of my life, in order for me to actually begin to do the work to fulfill myself, I will have to conquer my fear. Not, it's not my fear. I will have to conquer the fear of success that society is very strategic with the system of white supremacy to instill in all of us, no matter who we are, black, white, 
red, yellow, brown, no matter where we come from, the society that we lived on, live in has us in a structured, very well-crafted, very well-maintained system to keep us in a box, to keep us as followers, to keep us worried about paying bills, to keep us worried about who to vote for, to keep us worried about what doctor we should have, to keep us worried about minimal things and disconnected with nature, disconnected with the fact that we live on the earth and it is spinning <laughs> and it is moving, yet we don't feel it, right? It keeps us concerned with climate change and not the fact that there are people who created the climate change with the poor practices that we have, but there's also a God who created the climate change, perhaps because he wants to change the structure of the earth that we live on because it's time for a change. You know, there are multiple things and I think it's time that we get more centered within ourselves so that we can transform in the way that we need to to become better, to actually begin to do the work to fulfill our purpose. That is the message to myself. Everything that I said is a message to myself because I want to do better. I want to be better. And I'm doing this for myself first, but I also have children, right? There's another generation now. I'm a millennial. I'm 29 years old. So I also want to relieve myself with saying I barely know how to live. I've been out of my mother's house, what, since 17? And I was back and forth in there, too, throughout those years. So it's only been about 12 years that I have even been able to explore the world on my own. So of course there are things that I need to shed, bad habits I need to shed, and there are bad habits I'm going to pick up that I will need to shed, but one thing is for certain, I am <laughs> conquering this fear of success because it doesn't make sense for me to keep limiting myself and limit and creating limiting beliefs and live a life that I don't even want to live. Because God has blessed me to begin to start a life that I had dreamed about when I was a little girl. I have traveled the world. I do have a husband, loving husband, and a family, and a commitment, right? That is going to make me better. So focusing on those things, focusing on what my gifts and my talents are, and building those up and practicing them daily and whenever I can, are part of the practices that I want to do, right? So the podcast is one of... <laughs> This, I am so mad at myself for not doing it, but we're not going to regret. We're going to move forward better. But the podcast is where I get to practice life coaching. The podcast is where I get to practice being inspired, sharing my inspiration, being honest, being myself while sharing and practicing my gift and talents for videography and photography and also voice and singing. I started the podcast today with my new song that I dropped with my husband called Hearts Magazine because I want to begin to share the talents that I have and the things that bring me joy. I enjoy singing. And I have limited myself believing that I am shy and afraid to sing in public. But people always 
uh, tell me how much they enjoy my videos on my Instagram where I'm singing in the car and they miss seeing that. So there, I've psyched myself out believing that I'm afraid to sing in public when I've been doing it this whole time, right? So why not put it in a beautiful format like Hearts Magazine, the music video, make sure you all go watch it on YouTube, look up Hearts Magazine, Web the Artist, featuring Atia J, and you will see our music video, plug. But why not put it in a beautiful form and actually become a little serious about the gifts I have and accept my own, accept that I have that gift, right? So there are just so many things that I have been exploring. Shout out to Mama Ayala Van Zant for the Rites of Passage program and course that I am in. It is super exciting. But also, shout out to Allah. I'm very grateful to Allah for guiding me to things like the Rites of Passage course and guiding me through the trials and the tribulation and the challenges that are presenting themselves to me in life right now. And I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for every challenge. I'm grateful for every blessing. I'm grateful for everything in my life right now. Because I do honestly feel that what is the most difficult for me right now in life is a part of the transformation that is going to take me through the rest of my life. However long that may be, however short it may be, whenever it will end, whenever it will begin again. But I do want to end on that note because gratitude is key. I'm beginning to accept that gratitude is key. No matter what situation you are in, Start a practice of gratitude. Just think throughout your day, I might be having a terrible day. I might be out on the streets in the dead cold, but what is it that you are grateful about? If you're out on the streets, dead cold, in the middle of the winter, guess what? You are there, right? You are there. And pull on to that, pull on that. Be grateful for that reality. And I believe that that will lead you to what it is that you need to work on, what it is that you need to do in order to make your life more productive, in order to make your reality something that you actually want rather than something that is a negative reality for you. You know, when you begin to feed on and repeat and emanate, like, is that a word, emanate? Mm, I don't know. But when you begin to feed on the positives of what perhaps not what you have, but what it is that you're going to have, right? And don't say it as, I'm going to have this. Say it as, I am this, right? I have this. I am abundance. I am security. I am protection. When you do those things, instead of thinking about what you don't want or the negatives in your life, you begin to attract that. That's the law of attraction, which is a dope documentary. Watch it for sure. Um, But let me end this podcast I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. This has been exciting to get back on the airwaves. I am striving to drop a podcast episode weekly. That's the goal. I am striving to do that. That will, that is going to happen because I am divinity and it's, it's going to happen for sure. I'm going to keep feeding on the positive and do what it is that I'm sharing that I should do and that I've been 
reflecting on doing in order to conquer this fear of success. If you believe you have a fear of success as well, feel free to visit buyatiaj.com. You can explore my website. Like I said, I'm a photographer, I'm a podcaster, and I am a life coach. If you need someone to speak things through and you feel that no one really understands you or you are unable to get the words out that might help you to get over these limiting beliefs that you have, then visit buyatiaj.com. Get yourself a free consultation call so we can begin to do the work to be able to be who it is that we are supposed to be. But if you feel you're unable to get the words out or unable to express yourself the way you want to, I will be that person that can listen to you. I will be that person that can help you to deepen your thoughts and your feelings and your heart and your spirit about what is going on in your life. Because we all need someone to talk to. We all need some help and we all need some assistance in order to shovel the dirt (laughs) like get through what it is we need to get through in order to be ourselves so that is the goal um i would like to end on don't forget to go to buyatiaj.com slash shop and you can get podcast merchandise like this mug this mug on the on my shop now buyatiaj.com slash shop will be updated with the new logo this is my old logo and you can also get some awesome t-shirts if you like my electrician is black t-shirt you gotta go to web electric underscore nj but if you have seen my better together movement t-shirts you can get that there you can also get a be yourself mug and a be yourself t-shirt which is my life coaching center so I think that's it. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for listening to my voice. Make sure you follow the podcast at Tea Time Podcast on Instagram. You can also follow my brand at By Atia J for more positive love and light. And you can follow me on at By Atia J on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on TikTok. We popping on TikTok. But thank you all for listening. I love you all. I really do. That's genuine. I appreciate it. I am growing. You are growing. We are growing. And we are going to not make this world a better place, but there's a world coming that we all can love up on each other on. So we are all striving to be in that world. So let's do it. (laughs) Oh, and I got lipstick on too because I was trying something new. One of my husband's clients, his wife works at a makeup spot and he gave him all of this for me so i'm just trying different colors if you see me that's what these lipsticks are for but i hope you have a wonderful day peace